Hey guys, welcome to the Ask and Ask Facebook Live. I think it's episode eight. I think. <laughs> anyway, um, so guys, I just wanted to have a quick, maybe 15 to 20 minute video on exactly what has been done um, in, the, in the last week. So everything we've, we've, we've basically have done in the business, what I've done, what um, things that I've learned, uh, public speaking. Actually, I didn't put that up on the agenda, but I've got to get to that. Um, getting out of your comfort zone, me, you know, Toys R Us closing down, potentially 700 employees are worried about their jobs. Um, not good. So, so guys, first of all, I want to tell you a little story about why I posted on Optus because I want to talk about customer service and why that is so important for business. So I wanted to upgrade. I actually cancelled my plan, which was 35 bucks for 10 gig, 24 months. I cancelled that. I wanted more. I wanted more uh, downloads per month because Optus, where I am, is actually fantastic for for the actual service in, in my exact location on um, 4G. Fantastic. Like I think we're up to like 60 or 70 megabits per second. Absolutely fantastic in terms of speed. So I thought, you know what, I'm going to cancel this service. I'll pay whatever I need to pay and I'll move up on a month to month. It was like 70 bucks for 100 gig with up the sport. Long story short, I, I ordered it. And when I'm on the phone with this gentleman when I ordered it, I said three times. Yeah, he, he actually asked me. Where, where, where am I sending this to? And I told him my personal address. And then I said it three times and I don't think he understood it. Um, and then he actually like related back to me and he was right. Guess what? Still got sent to the wrong address. So then I called them up on Friday, blasting them because, you know, it's a waste of time. What are you going to do about it? And mistakes happen, but I went, above and beyond on the phone call to make sure that this mistake didn't happen. Then, they, then the guy said to go in and go into store and get it sorted. So they had to cancel it, which I'm still seeing it in my account, but hopefully I can get bill for it. Then I had to go in store in Hurstville. And I, I went into the store. It took me ages to get it done because there were so many people in there. Um, then I had to do credit checks again. That I got money. Oh, I haven't got any bad, serious debts. And realised that I was actually pretty happy with the end result because the gentleman at the, at the upper store actually did everything he could, but wasn't it, it was just out of my way and it was a Saturday and I would rather spend time with family, but I had to do this because they made a mistake. So anyway, I got the sim, took it home. Then on Monday, the plan did not provide with the sport. Then I checked on the website and the plan had changed from $70 for 100 gig with off the sport to $80 a month for 100 gig, no off the sport. So I have got the shit because I actually thought, hang on, you're going to charge me more. And it was only like a day difference. So in the end, I had this massive discussion through transcript and because I couldn't really get through to anybody. So I had this discussion via transcript, written form, and 
Then the gentleman said, I'm going to give you $55 with Optus Corp because you've been screwed around, basically. And now they're telling me today, no, it's $70. You'll get Optus Corp. You won't be charged anymore for that. But when I actually logged in on Monday and I actually checked the Optus Corp, it made me activate and I had to pay $15. I'm like, this was part of the $70. So it was all this just mucking around. Now, I don't normally go to Optus to, 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 to give a bad review. I don't actually like it giving bad reviews. I just think that there's no point. But unless the circumstances, because I want to improve it. I want to improve the customer service for everybody for Opt on Optus's part. So all this miscommunication, then these guys are asking me on, on, on Facebook to send them transcripts and all the rest of it. I'm like, don't you have a copy of a transcript? I give you all my details, my date of birth, my name, phone number, the service number, the order ID, everything. You go, what do you need? Share a copy of the transcript somewhere. Anyway, then in the end, they I, I give them, I give them all that, and I don't feel confident that the issue has been resolved. So I went to Optus and I basically explained to them what happened on Facebook on the, on the Optus Facebook page. Because the only way these organisations are going to change and start realising that in social media, your customer service has to be number one. Your clients, your customers, they have to feel like they're number one. Or if you don't, it's going to damage the business. You're, you're one review away from ending up with such bad publicity that it's, it's, going, to, it's going to hurt the business, it's going to hurt the brand. Look, look what happened with that airline. The guy from Jane Silent Bob and all that issue with the airline, like he couldn't even like get a seat and they kicked him off and all the rest of it. And I was just like, what happened, man? Like you can't do that. You know, you, you just can't run you can't run a business like that anymore. So all Optus had to do to actually is, is contact me and solve the matter and say, you know, we're gonna honor you the fifty-five dollars. And because it's principle, right? We said we're going to do it, do it, right? Don't say you're going to do something. If someone represents the business, says they're going to do something and they don't do it, you have to do it. You have to honour it. At least I'll recommend other people about this. But based on this experience, and there's a lot more to the story, but it's just, you know, the, the, the actual service isn't bad when you've got a good decent one. The 4GX for AM is actually not bad, but in terms of their customer service, just terrible. Um, and if you go on their page, a lot of people have the same problem. Oh, I don't like going on there and complaining. I put two reasons. One, I don't think it's like, I don't want that sort of mentality. But And two, I don't have the time. The fact that I have to waste time to do it means I'm doing it for everybody else. I'm doing it for me. So, guys, if you're going to build a business online, if you're going to actually become a brand on social media, on the internet today, if you want to build a business today, like, it's absolute paramount that, that your customer service is number one. You reply to every single comment, bad, good, whatever. Even if you just like it, at least some sort of response. Like you can't, you can't live in a world now where people are going to give you good responses, especially if they give you a good response and you don't reply. Very, very, very rude, I think. I, I, I mean, it, it's one thing that if a business is really, really big and and of course, things are going to slip and go through the cracks. But the, the, the culture of the business has to be such that it's got 
resources in place to deal. If you've got such large volume volume, then you're going to have resources to handle that. And look, no, no business is perfect. Do I make mistakes? I put my hands up. Of course we do. I do. Everyone does. But you've got to make a company culture where customer service is number one. And people think, oh, yeah, you know, yeah of course that makes sense. But, but I'm saying you, I actually make sure that every single comment on our social media gets replied to. And if it doesn't, I've missed it. Or if I think it's just a spam comment, I won't necessarily. Like, it's not even someone that's even watched the, the, the video or read the comments, one of those just spam bots. I won't deal with that. But any legitimate comment, whether bad or good, I'm going to reply. Like, when people said to me, like, like, I, like some people would say, I don't like your video, I, I don't like your videos, or what, like the negative stuff. The only reason why I had to delete the other stuff is because it was really bad and I don't want to offend anybody. But like I said, many, I said it many times, I would have left those bad comments there um, because, you know, I want people to see it and, and, and I want people to know what these people are all about. So, you know, at the end of the day, like, you, if you're going to run a business, you really, really have to engage. You have to connect. And social media provides the best tools today to do that and very at the most cost of effective prices. I mean, a lot of what you do on social media can be free. It's only really time and perhaps the resources. I mean, I'm doing it from a laptop. I mean, it's quite easy. So if you're going to run a business, if you're going to do anything online, keep customer service, keep engaging, keep connecting, reply to everything, like everything that's worth liking, obviously, um, and be authentic. Like, like, be, show people who you are. Like, don't be shy. Like, we live in a world where people are desensitized to just like anything that doesn't look human, anything that doesn't look natural. We're kind of our natural, you know, radars go off when when there's BS or something doesn't look right, or you know, people people don't respond that way. Um, my meeting my meetings last week. On LinkedIn were a huge success meeting people. Um, the feedback that I, that I received. Louise, the last lady I spoke to, um, said when I asked her, why did you make time for this? She goes, I normally don't. And when, I normally don't even respond to messages on LinkedIn. She goes, you said something that made it sound like you were legitimate and it seemed as though that you wanted to actually have a conversation and you just had no agenda. And then I took the time with you because I thought, you know, if you're honest enough to do that, then you've got something to say that's valuable. Now, maybe I didn't have anything to say valuable to her. I don't know. I had to speak with her first and find out. But I was definitely being authentic. And she said, I wanted to, I, I took the time because among all the, the BS that people Message me on social media and LinkedIn. You just came across as someone that's real, and I wanted to talk with that person. And that 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 is feedback, confirmation that if you're going to go online and you're going to be who you are, be who you are. And if you're going to email people about certain things, right off from the get go, tell them straight exactly what you're going to be doing, what you're after. And the first things that I start off in those LinkedIn emails is, hi, thank you so much for being part of my network. 
I wish nothing but the success uh, for you and to you. And that I hope, you know, like I really appreciate that you've taken the time to read this. So he, and then go into why I've actually sent the email. I started off with my 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 gratitude for not unfollowing me on LinkedIn. Like, thanks for staying a part of my community. And I wish I truly wish nothing but success. And that straight away, people think, well, you're coming you're coming across from a place of humility. And what else do you have to say? You know, like you get people off with, and it's not like some people might do it as a soft sell. The only thing I'm selling is like my like my 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 passion to to connect with people. I don't know why I love it so much, and I did a, a podcast on it. Connecting, why I why I like connecting and engaging so much. I don't know. It's just how I'm hardwired. When I was growing up, certain people close to me, you know. You used to use phrases like, oh, I hate people, you know, and I might have a bad day, and ah, oh, people annoy me, large crowds annoy me, blah, blah, blah. But I remember thinking in the back of my mind, but that, that's not me. Like, that's not, I mean, sometimes large, large crowds can, can be overwhelming for me, for my anxiety. I never said I hate people. Like, if I ever did, it was probably because I was like, I was young and naive and didn't really understand what that really meant. And because I heard it, I thought I had to be it. But Naturally, who I am is not to hate anybody, not to hate people, right? So my first instinct is I want to know who you are. I'm fascinated by knowing who you are. Yes, there's some people that I'm not going to want to talk to. There are some people out there. But, you know, you've got to give people like, like I mean, of course, there's really evil people that I don't really want to have much to say to. But that's not the vast majority. Like 99% of people are the sort of people that I wouldn't want to talk to, right? So it's just understanding, like giving people a bit of the doubt and coming across with an agenda that hasn't that you told completely upfront. This is why I'm connecting with you. This is why I'm saying, um, you know, I want to stay involved and connect with you. Blah blah blah. So I, that's 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 why it works so well. And and what I've learned, like people telling me, like my passion's been infectious. Um, that's amazing. Like, like, really, really amazing. When other when I'm when I was speaking, and I actually did a video a couple of weeks ago about how the importance of like knowledge, passion, and authenticity is. And when I did that talk. You, you you wouldn't imagine how right that really was when I give the advice. Like I knew theoretically it was right, but when when you're talking and you're putting yourself on the center or stage, and people are looking to you, if you're not passionate, then why are you there? If you're not knowledgeable, then why are you speaking? And if you're not authentic, then why am I listening? Right. So it's a lot of it's a lot of things that if if you if you're not being truly like like if you don't know, it's best to say don't know rather than just wobble off some answer that makes no sense. And I, like I didn't get asked any questions that I didn't know. Actually, towards the end, I think a gentleman asked me about voice search, and I said actually I had the same question you did a month ago, and that's why I bought Amazon uh, Amazon Echo. And you know, then we got then then, then we started going. To, we started speaking and then I actually confronted this guy because I actually thought that he was laughing at me during the presentation and I just wanted to know was there something that I like was there something about me that made you feel like 
like I wasn't authentic because sometimes people are like laughing at you they think that you're not being authentically saying like especially when I'm saying it funny right <laughs> like why are you laughing at me? I'm just, I'm just fascinated like I want to know why like is there something that I said or do you think I don't know my stuff like I just want to know what you think about me um, because perhaps we're not going to improve like if He's like, no, no, no. I, I wasn't. I, I was laughing and smirking, but I just thought the questions weren't weren't, weren't good enough. That they were directed at you. And I'm like, oh, okay, all right, that makes sense. So I was like, I was actually thinking it was something to do with me, and in fact, it wasn't. Like, it had nothing to do with me. Like, it was to do with the fact that the, that, that he believed some of the questions weren't smart enough. So yeah, like, like I'm like, cool man. Like, and that he actually asked me a really awesome question about voice and. What I thought of it, and we actually um, had the same issues with, with well, not issues, but like wanting to learn more about it and stuff, and that was pretty cool. So, like, that's so 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 important. And I don't think I'm going to get. I mean, I might just mention Toys R Us quickly. Like, it's, it's sad. It's really sad. I love this place. I was just talking with my wife this morning. I love this place. Like, we didn't want to see it go. Go at this, uh, I mean, the bus, but again, I did a video a few weeks ago explaining what they need to do. I mean, Bankstown Sports Club, if you don't know what Bankstown Sports Club is, don't worry about it, but Bankstown Sports Club is creating such an innovative um, strategies to get people to come to the club. Like, they're going after the esports crowd. I mean, what a great way, like, like FIFA competitions, Tekken competitions, like all these gaming competitions. People are going to go there, they're going to eat pizza, they're going to drink Pepsi, and they're going to play these games. I mean, they're going to bring people to the club. You know, and I think, why is the Toys R Us? Why weren't they doing anything? This is a sports club. And they're bringing eSports, which makes sense because they're a sports club. But, I mean, I mean, why is the Toys R Us? Why didn't they bring, like, all those board games that so many, like, like nerds love, you know? Like, like risk competitions and monopoly, monopoly. I, I would have gone to the monopoly. I'm a monopoly nerd. I would have gone. Like chess competitions. Like you can have the board games. You could have the esports. You could have all this sort of stuff. Setting it all up. You could have had like Lego competitions. All these amazing things they could have done. I didn't do it. I mean, that, I remember going to like Toys R Us. I think it was Toys R Us. You could actually play consoles. Was that them? I want to think of somebody else. Maybe it was JB. I can't remember. I'm pretty sure it was Toys R Us had it at one time. Um, and you could go and play consoles. And then I remember they had like Lego set up in some in some places as well. But they just didn't they didn't push it enough. They didn't market it enough. They didn't brand it. They didn't they didn't they wanted to stay like like we want to sell like thirty dollar Lego toys. And some people just think, well, that money I'll probably look online. But if you bring in the, all the esports crowd, you bring the, the, the Lego crowd, and you bring the, the board game crowd and the card, but the card games, like just bringing gaming in a world where you don't have to all be electronic gaming, it can be just board games. It can be just so many things they could have done. Like I would have, I would, I would probably work, I'll probably be in a meeting for free. And tell and, and, and speak with them and say, why didn't we try this? Why, did, why can we try this? Can we try this? Why can't we try that? Like, I mean, what's to lose? You know, like, I, I like Toys R Us. <laughs> I want to say, I wanted to save it. Like, you know, I think it, it, it just, 
I don't know what why they didn't think of all these things that, that some little man like me can think of, and they didn't. But marketing and innovation is is what builds and sustains business. Marketing and innovation, so two components of business. And marketing breaks down into customer service. Customer service then breaks down into saying thank you and responding to customers and things like that. Just is, man. So oh, well, I'm actually looking for new meetings for my LinkedIn initiative um, that will commence again next month. Um, I have a few people that want to kind of chat and follow the discussion from from this month. And so I'm just going to work out time when I'm going to do. So what I'm actually going to set up is designated meeting days, where the whole schedule, like it might be three or four days a month, where I just go, this is a meeting month, this is a meeting day, this is a meeting day. I would obviously at times have to make exclusions because clients come first and if they really, really need something on a particular day, then I'm going to have to do it. But I'm going to try and try my best to keep everything under these three to four meeting days that I designate throughout the month and probably just be periodic like that. I'm just going to pick four days of every calendar month and then set it up just to deal with like meeting people and doing, doing existing client meetings. I want to start getting more filming done. I like to, like, what I liked about the whole Thursday of last week is that I try to document and storytell as much of the day as possible, which is pretty fun. I want to do more of that. Love it. Um, and yeah, like like be, you know, connecting and talk with people. It's just that's just me, man. That's me being alive. Like it just is. And I think if I could, you know, I broke it down. If 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 I could do anything that. Of what I'll do for what, like, even if money wasn't obstacle, I would be, I just have to talk to people. Like, I talk to people about business and, and marketing because I can add value and I love these topics. But I just like, you, you, you can't shut me up. Ask my wife, you can't shut me up. I just talk a lot. Like, people will know me as the guy that doesn't shut up. Like, anyone that knows me knows that that's just can't. Andrew just. Rah, 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 rah. I haven't played indoor soccer and like I was talking to her about stuff that I do and she, I think she just 10 minutes in went, I think I had another conversation. And then I realised, I went, oh crap, sorry. <laughs> I, I just dribble on, right? I just talk and talk about it. Um, but I can listen. People think I don't listen, but I listen. You have to listen. Like in business, you have to listen to the client, you have to listen to what they're saying. You have to listen and, very, and actively listen is so important too. Anyway. I won't ramble on. Guys, last week was a success. If you're starting a business, starting a brand, absolutely make sure you comment, you like, you follow. Anyone that writes something, like, you have to say thank you. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, I mean, most of the time, it's like it's my family that will comment something. I still say thank you because I want other people to say, well, why didn't the make it say thank you? Like I'm actually paranoid that when I actually did this speaking event on Thursday, when if someone asked me a question, hey, Andrew, what do you think is the five most important ranking factors to, to get higher up on Google? I created a video a month ago. If I say something that doesn't match up with that video, they're going to call out and go, hi, you're full of shit. That's not what she said on YouTube. Like I'm paranoid like that. Like you have to make sure that you're authentic and you're knowledgeable and you're passionate. So if you give the the, the answers you believe all the time and you tell the truth all the time, 
you don't get caught out. Like people go, but if you're going to speak, you need to have that. Like what I've found is that if you don't know your stuff, people will take you to town. And like rightfully so. Like I mentioned, if you're going to position yourself as the centre stage, as the, as the, as the, the speaker, if you actually watch the video that I put up on where I just speak, I think it's about 10 or 11 minutes in. I mean, if you watch the full one, I don't know exactly where it is, but if you watch the one where I just shorten it down just to where I speak, if you actually, I think it's like 10 or 11 minutes in, if you get to that, that part, you hear this girl in the background just like, like she was asking legitimate questions. She was asking me, but she was drilling questions like, like, I'm doing a new website transition. What do I do with the current URLs? They want to, they want to like break it down into fourth level top navigation. And I was actually just saying, like a moment earlier, I'm doing exactly the same thing with 200k, 200,000 URLs, 200,000 pages, and I'm telling my client to keep as much as possible the same, so we don't have to do all these redirects. And then she's like, but, but, but all the advice is to, to free on redirect. I said, no, no, that's fine, that's fantastic. But I want to preserve authority. I'm not, if you change URLs, you change metrics. You, you basically. Google builds trust with the URL. So if you've got, I don't know, like like liverpoolfc.com forward slash Stephen Gerrard, that URL could be up there for 13 years and just generate authority. So if anyone that types in Stephen Gerrard, that will be higher up in the rankings. But let's say Liverpool FC, because they've got, they've got domain authority, so Liverpool FC is very authoritative. But let's say they call it liverpoolfc.com.au, uh, .com forward slash team forward slash Stephen Gerrard. Well, now they just added a completely different URL, even though it says Stephen Gerrard in there. So Google's understanding of that, like you still got the domain authority of liverpoolfc.com, that's still a very, very authoritative website, but the page authority's been reset. So now half of the story gets dropped. So it may be ranking like first, because that URL's been around for eight years and it's got trust and authority. But now they've changed the URL, so it probably still rank, even that you redirect the old URL to the new URL. It's like when you say, it's like when you change address and you've got to tell the post office to update your address or update your billing details so they can send details to the right address. Very similar to how website URLs um, uh, work in terms of when you change it. But what I was saying to the lady is, yes, I agree that you need to improve URL structure, especially what she was mentioning, which was actually deep level URL structure. So it made sense, but not during the site transition. Because every single time I said to her, I've done this for 11 years, and I've and she said to me, you've lost traffic? I said, every single time. She's like, oh, okay. So I'm like, when should I do it then? I'm like, we'll do it so gradually after the website launches. And she goes, that's not possible. I said, I can't help you. But but from what I'm going to be doing, and this is the thing, like like people are going to challenge you, and they're going to say, but, but I've read that this is it. And I'm like, that's cool. That, and it's the right advice. However, this particular moment in time, I'm not doing it, and here's why. Um, because when I have done it in the past, I've lost, we've lost um, visitors to a website because then the URLs have changed, and then Google has dropped us one or two positions. Now, if you're talking about one or two keywords, maybe not so significant, depending on the volume of, of how many people are searching. Like if it's LCD TVs, and there's 20,000 people a month searching for that, and then you drop three places, that may mean you only get like, like you just lost 5,000 people. But on average, when we're talking about a 200K website and then everything, all our clients' pages on Google 
start dropping off and like we're losing two or three positions across 200k, we're going to lose some significant traffic. Like it might be 15,000. My client will absolutely hit the fan. And even if I tell, I've already told him, every new website transition, you're going to go through loss of traffic. I'm just like, man, like that's what's going to happen. That's what's going to happen. So I've set his expectation up while in the background I'm really, really trying and working my butt off to, to, to be able to get the developers to keep the URLs the same even though we're moving from an old website to a new one, different platforms. So, man, this stuff, I love this stuff, but it does do my head in a little bit um, because that, then, like I say, so what I was saying in the meeting was like, like, and then actually after the meeting she came up to me and was like, you know, everything you said made sense, you know, like, the, 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 why would you want to change URLs at a ranking? But I said, but in a in a trend, in a, what I was defending was a migration that has two hundred thousand pages, and you want to start doing it bit by bit. If you change too much too quickly, Google freaks out and lose traffic. But what you were saying, you were right. But like you wanted to go from third level URL structuring to you've got parent level category, secondary, and tertiary. You want to add a fourth level, which is great for. Google loves that sort of stuff and it makes sense for users to get to that like that if you've got the content that's available to get that specific down Google loves it and users love it but and what you're saying is, is actually correct and I agree with you it's just the moment that we the time that you need like like you wouldn't do it when I'm in my particular circumstance and there's so many different circumstances and there's so many different things but but people will, if you speak at an event, people will catch you out if you don't know your stuff. And I knew that going in, but I actually thought there was going to be more business people. So my mental preparation for it was I'm going to get more generic questions, but I didn't realise that half the crowd were people that do what I do. So I would have gone, I felt like Daniel in the lines then, but it was great because afterwards when we actually went out, like people coming up to me and said, oh, you know when you said about this, what did you mean? Or, or I think that what you said, I think here's another way you can do it. And like, and actually the best conversation took place off camera. The best conversation took place at the pub when people have really told me what they felt like and they really wanted to ask questions that they didn't want to put here. You know, what do you think about this? And what do you think about this search engine? What did you, do you think about this advancement coming up? Blah, 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 blah. And, you, and I realised that when you speak, you've got to be prepared for the Q&A, man. The Q&A, like, it, it, just blew my head off. Like I didn't realise that it would be so aggressive, but it was more aggressive off camera than, than when it was on camera. On camera it was very nice and sweet. Even that lady, like she was really nice. And she actually stayed and talked and we talked like like an hour later, like all up. And it was just, it was good because people came up to me and said, you're like this person. And the person that they're referring to is a very, He's a social media commentator. His name is Gary Vaynerchuk. He owns $150 million a year. He's got successful businesses. And people said to me, that you're like this guy. When you talk, you're like this guy. You've got the energy. You just like, you light up. People will like listen to you. And like I mentioned, I love the fact that my best feedback that, I, that I've got is that I'm infectious. My passion is infectious. I make people want to listen to me. That's fantastic. I like that. That's humbling. That makes me want to be a better speaker, be better at what I do. But when someone says to me, you're like this person, they, they're trying to give me a compliment, but I 
I, I, I look back and go, thank you very much. I appreciate that. I really do because they're obviously coming from a place of giving me a compliment. You've got to deploy empathy. Mum, you're right, deploy empathy. But, like, I don't want to be this other person. I don't, like, I'm glad that I'm making you think of other successful, great speakers. But I don't, I want to be authentic. I preach authenticity. I don't want, like, I don't want my authenticity to be like, I'm like this guy. Like, I, really, I want to be me. So what I'm trying to work out is how can, like, just be, like, it's really hard just to be you and it's raw estate so people don't confuse you with other people. Like, I don't want people to think that I'm like this guy. Even if the guy is amazing, even, and he is, right? Fantastic social media commentator. I listen to his stuff all the time. I listen to a lot of people, right? You have to listen to, to, to people. You have to learn every single day. But, again, mum, you're right. You've got to do your homework. But it's like it's it's. I just want to be known for being Andy G, Andy Glimas. I want to be known for me. I want the me digital to be known because my businesses are going to be an absolute manifestation of who I am. And who I am is all, and I preach authenticity all the time. One thing I, I tell people, the only, and I, with this LinkedIn initiative that I'm doing and I'm trying to contact 1,200 people, all I ask in return is that they're being authentic themselves. No agenda. Like, leave it all on the table. Like, why do, like, I just want, all I ask is people to be, like, when I email these, like, I'm emailing these people on LinkedIn and I'm getting, like, responses, and people are saying, you know, that's awesome, that's fantastic. Um, like, and again, I, I, when I email these people, I don't just come out and say, this girl's going to move Like, how do I meet my wife? I didn't ask her to marry me on the first date, right? But you've got to come across as, like, what's my agenda? First of all, I really appreciate that you're connected, like, that you're my connection on LinkedIn. And I really am, right? These people are like, listen to me. Like, you think I talk a lot on Facebook and I talk a lot in real life. These people got to see videos of me all the time and comments all the time, quotes all the time. Like, LinkedIn is where, like, LinkedIn is, is like, it's like where I would hang out on Friday night if I could, right? Like, LinkedIn is my hood. But, and, but when I send these emails, messages, I'm like, thank you so much for, for being a, you know, um, connecting um, for being a connection of mine, and uh, I wish you nothing but success. And that's that's coming from a place that that's what really I want them to be successful. Like that's just legit. That's just how I'm hardwired. I can't help it. Like that's just how I am. So I, I email them that, and I think they see that humility and they respond to it. And and then that's why that lady's feedback, as I mentioned earlier, about why I, when I asked her why did you meet up with me, she's like. Because I thought you were, I thought you were the real deal. Like I thought when you when you emailed me, you're being truly and legitimately the person that I that that when you're writing it, I thought that's who I was speaking with. Most people that want to meet up, they just want to meet up and they want to like, like I don't know, I don't know why they want to meet up. So she's like, but I wanted to meet up with you because I think you have something to say that's that's valuable for my business, and I think that like from the videos you're watching. Um, the videos you're creating, I think that you're like you know stuff, and I'm like, okay, great. And actually, when I'm when I'm commenting out on this LinkedIn initiative, and I'm actually emailing, like messaging 1,200 people, which before I started it, I didn't realize how time consuming it would be. Shit, it's time consuming, right? So I've got to send all these emails like in the morning, and I'm up to like there's an R now, and I was like, how many Roberts there are, and how many Tims there, there, you know? I was like, oh man, like there's so many people. Um, actually, I'm past R. I'm up to. I'm, 
thing out there. I mean, I don't have the tea. Yeah, I have the tea pasta. Um, like, I have like, like Tim's, I think. And it's like, 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 10, like, out of 1200 people, there's 60 Tim's. So, you know, like, there's, there's so many messages. But when I'm writing this email, I'm not even talking about things that I'm posting. It's all about them. It's all about them. Like, how can I provide you value? How, like, like, how can I get you, like, how can I build, like, value, value for you? But then they always write back and say, oh, I saw the content, like, like my head's everywhere, right? So they're like, I saw your video. And actually, I found this thing helpful. And actually, the first girl that I spoke to, Sarah, she reached out and said, oh, you know, you did a video on how you were known as the Rage Bear. I was actually known in my organization back in 2008 as the Rage Bear. And I said, oh, man, yeah, I didn't want to be known for that, for that reputation. People knew me as someone that would get angry quickly. I'm like, I don't want that. Like, people will know, like, if I ask people, what did you think I was back at eWeb Days? And they'll be like, you were hardworking, you were passionate, and you were the rage bear. I'm like, okay, I like the first two. Third one, could have tweaked it. Um, so I actually wrote, did a, a video on, and actually had a bit of an ego. And I think I realized, you know, they call me the rage bear because. People feel like they couldn't confront me. People feel like they can't confront bosses. Some people can't deal with feedback. They freak out. And I was one of those people. I really was. I was one of those people. And if you're going to do social media, you've got to drop that very quickly or you just won't succeed because people will just will go out of their way to tell you you suck um, a lot more than they're going to come out of their way to tell you awesome. They will, but people just love writing crap. Anyway, so I wrote, I did a video and... I, I actually said the worst thing that I ever did was 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 have an ego in my work, have a chip on my shoulder in a bad way, and I couldn't take on feedback. And when I did, I would freak out if I thought the if the other person's agenda wasn't legitimate. It doesn't matter. You've got to respond a certain way. But the best thing that I've embraced in the last year is humility, realizing that I don't have all the answers, and that's okay. My clients don't expect me to have all the answers. They expect me to work hard. They don't expect me to have all the answers. And so I did that video and I said the best thing, you know, like 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 managers don't feel like like don't don't have ego, don't have a chip on the shoulder. People aren't going to respond to you. Show humility, show humanity. People will respond to that. I did that video. She reached out. Said, I loved it. I had the same problem. I was a manager. I was angry. And you create content, and you think every single time I'm creating content, every single time. I think someone's going to be like, this is crap, I don't want to put it out. I don't want to click first. But then I post it and people give me positive feedback. Mo like, it's a, like, like, like I said, people are going to post negative stuff, you're going to get that. And I've got a lot more negative comments probably than positive because all the negative content is hidden or it doesn't get seen or it's being deleted. But now it's actually, the scale is shifting because I'm producing that much content now that, that it is shifting. So, I'm not actually going to put this on SoundCloud on my podcast because actually this is actually not a bad video. <laughs> but, you know, it just it, it's just all about it, showing who you are and letting the chips fall where they may. I don't take myself ult ultimately that serious. If people don't like me or hate me, I'm fine with that. If people like me and they want to hang out with me, and, like, the thing is, like this is what this is the thing about this LinkedIn initiative. There's, there's, there's people that want to actually hang out with me. What's the point? Like when I said to that guy that that told me my video sucked and that I should 
stop doing it. You know, I, I've re, I rephrased that because so, I think my mum is watching. Um, but I'm like, mate, I don't even have time to watch. Like, I want to know where this person is in life. I want to know where he is because if he can take the time out to tell me that I suck and he's watched the video and he said things that clearly he's watched the video, and he's still come out of his way just to just just to, just to rip face. I'm like, mate, I don't even have time to watch. Like, like I think I'm like an episode two. I was two episodes this morning behind on this TV show, Billions. I like Billions, right? It's an interesting show. It's, 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 it's a bit weird, but it's okay. I'm like, I can't even get to the show. I can't even consume the content I like. How can I even take the time to watch things that I don't like? I definitely don't have time for that. I don't even have time to watch things that, like, not all the stuff that I like watching. Or listening to, I like listening to things now more on YouTube. Like I have so many things I have to listen to on YouTube that I love listening to. I like I love a range of different topics. I love listening to a range of different things. I can't even get to all of it. I'm behind on so many things. I'm behind on this person's content on the channel. Like I don't, I don't I don't consume a lot of other people's content, but the people that I do like, I mean, consume a wide range of like a lot of people. But the people that I do like, it's only maybe about eight people that I really listen to, and I consume it pretty much everything that they produce. Um, so I don't even have time to get to like like all those eight. I'll try like now it's, it gets harder and harder and harder. Like there's two people, three people that come to mind that I make sure I I have to get to it. And I'm already a month behind on some people's content that I want to consume. So I definitely don't have time, and most people are in the same boat to to listen to stuff that I don't want to listen to. So I really want to work out where where is this person in a non-condescending way, in a in a in a way that shows humility and, and empathy. I want to know what's going wrong with this person. Like, I really am fascinated by that. Like, again, I don't know why, but it, like people say, don't worry about it. Who cares? Who cares? Like my father-in-law, eh, don't worry about it. But I do worry about it. Like, like, is there something wrong with me? Well, maybe there's something wrong with me. But I really want to know. Like, I, I wish we could undelete that guy's comment. Like, I really want to contact him and just be like, man, can we have a chat? Like, I, I, I'm not trying to be like I'm some psychiatrist or like, I don't understand. I don't know the difference. I don't understand anything like that. I just, I just, I just know that where I am right now is really, really a good place. And I love what I do. I come to work. I like, I, I come to work, and I can't believe it's five fifty. Like, I just can't believe where, where, where the time go. Like, I'm answering emails, I'm doing work, and then all of a sudden, four hours just disappears. Like, I said to my friend today, he does what I do. Like, I could work sixteen hour days, six days a week, and I would still have energy. Like. I, and I'm a lazy person at heart. You're not a lazy person. My wife, my wife still thinks I'm a lazy person. I am a lazy person. But when you find something that you love doing, the energy is natural. You just beam. Like, you can't slow down. Like, I go to bed and I'm thinking about, like, what am I going to do tomorrow? What am I going to post? Like, it's so much stuff. And then I, I talk to clients and there's so much work they need to do. And I've got to keep up with, with their all their schedules and then my schedule. And I love it. I thrive on it. I went through a bit of a down down curve for a little while but you know you go through that but in terms of like finding my groove on social media has just in the last oh, probably three months people start telling me my head's everywhere now like i've gone in the last three months I've just gone all in on social media realizing that that's how people communicate social media marries consumer to business and if you're not on it and as I spoke about this plenty of time, like you, you, you've got so much opportunity 
to, to do something on social media if that's what you're like you want to do. And I'm not going to go and talk about that because I've already preached that. But yeah, like it's just like there's some. And then when you when you realize that you start doing talks and you, and you start getting momentum and you people notice everything, you'll notice that. And two, they want to keep like like all the guys I used to work with keep tabs on me. I know they do, and that's cool. Like that excites me. Like they want to know what I'm doing. Um, but what you're going to realize is that if you start producing content for a business, if you're a chef, like why aren't you producing content of the food you're cooking? If you love rallying, why aren't you posting pics of people like you go to Cost Harbor, go and pick a pic, put it on Facebook? You know what I'm talking about. Like there's so many people. Darren, if you like, if you if you like, sorry, if you like um, the real estate stuff, like Darren is my first case study. He's actually going gangbusters, man. He's, he was telling me for like months before he started social media, should I start social media? Do you really reckon it works? The, the, the guy is going, like, going really, really well. He posts stuff up. He doesn't post anywhere near as much as I want him to. But he's the only guy that I can see that I've really, like, had, like, outside because I'm talking in my personal life. He's the one that I'm, I seem to have drastically influenced for the, for the, for the better. And he's got so many ideas of, like, like doing uh, interviews, with, with like, like getting his face known in Illawarra. I mean, hello, what better way to do that? Like, you can run ads on Facebook just for the Illawarra region. So you can produce great content and you can only get people in that area to see it. So, like, it's just endless, man. It's endless. I'm supposed to only talk for 15 or 20 minutes. Again, I told you, you can't shut me up. I get going, I get going. Like, I just, it just, it just, like, right now, if you ever look at my veins, they're going, online marketing. Like, that's just who I am. So, I know there's people out there that are thinking, they're watching me, they're thinking, they're watching me, they're thinking. I don't know why, what they're thinking about, but I know there's a lot of people that are watch and they, they, I get, I see the views, but they don't comment. I want, like, some people commenting, but not everybody's commenting. If you, uh, look, you don't have to comment, I don't care, but if you are thinking of doing something, like if you do a job and you're not, Doing social media, if you're in dancing, like I watch, I watch pretty much everyone, like all of my personal, like friends on Facebook. I watch all of you, by the way. Every like I, I do my best to see and follow everything in my personal circle. I mean, I'm doing this in the business world of 200 people I don't know. You think I'm not going to be doing it for people that I do know? Um, because it fascinates me. This this industry, this this how people buy and consume, and how do you build trust and credibility? And Toys R Us dropping the ball and not innovating and changing—it's just fascinating, man. Like, so I'm following every single one of you, especially you've got businesses or you do stuff that 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 I don't know. Maybe your jobs you don't like. Maybe you do like the job. Maybe you just need a social media. Like, I'm following everybody that has something to follow, like the dancers. The chefs, the guys that are into rallying, the guys that are into Liverpool, the guys that are into football, the guys in the rugby league, the guys that posted out ills and raiders, the accountants, the, the teachers. Like, I, I know I can pretty much think of people and think of their roles. The web developers, the social media people that haven't got a so like, they're not doing a whole lot of their own social media. 
Actually, one one girl that I'm thinking of is doing a pretty good job on social media for her own business, so I'm not very talking to her. But I see. I see. There's like people in the pest control business. Um, and no one's doing enough. And no one understands. So I'm here to help them. I'm here to help you guys that are on my personal Facebook. They're going to see this personally. And that I've liked me digital. You're going to get this. But, yeah, like, you need to be doing stuff. All right, guys. Thank you for joining. It's gone 50 minutes. I've enjoyed every minute of it. Leave a co- if, Like I said, if you are thinking of doing something, if you can't post it publicly, you know where to DM me. There's like a send message. Do it. And I want to get people in their zone. That's it. I, what I want to do, what I do for businesses is I connect consumers to businesses. You're looking for a TV on Google? You're going to find my client. You're looking for interiors? You'll find my client. If you're looking for mobile parts, you'll definitely find my client. He just owns the industry. Now, good luck to him. So what I want to do on a personal level is I want to I want to get I want to connect people to their passion. Bang, that's what I'm doing. So in the business, what I do because I get like I get paid and I love it. But I'm gonna do this like for personal. I want to connect. I'm gonna start. I, I really, Darren's underway. Darren was already ahead because he already knew what he was not doing. He just needed, you know, they say in golf that I think I don't know. Maybe I'm making this up, but in golf, I think you need like like a few centimeters to one side, and usually proves your hit rate. I don't know. Golfers, I don't know. I remember hearing it somewhere. Definitely with football, with soccer, you know how you know the placement of where you hit the ball matters a lot. Okay, that is a lot. So some people just need that change of direction. Boom, they're off. They're off. And that's that's what I'm passionate about. I think on a personal level, I think with my with the clients that I work with, I expect them all to kind of be passionate about what they do. They they all do. We won't work with them unless they are. So that's a prerequisite. But for my friends and family and community and network that aren't related to me or they are related to me or, or you're not a client because the clients get it that's what, that's what we that's what we, that's what we do for work but but on a personal level i'm coming after you and i want to know what it is you love doing dm me if it's private this is this is going to go everywhere this video is going to go everywhere i'm going to put up everywhere so it doesn't matter who you are what walks of life you are i don't care where you come from there's something that you want to do online, let's have a chat. All these side initiatives take incredible large amounts of my time off working with my clients, but it's going to get done. It's going to get done. All right, guys, comment below, DM me. You know where to go. Go to amigadigital.com.au. Let me know what you think about new Facebook banner. Um, if you've got nothing to say, write nothing to say, um, and I'll appreciate it all the same. Guys, if you found it interesting, like it, share it, tell your friends about me that aren't connected with me already. Make sure that everyone likes my Mega Digital. Spread the word. Help me boost this page up. So I've got like 150 people or whatever liking it. I'm going to change that soon. Um, and I appreciate the love and the feedback, whether it's positive or negative. Thanks a lot, guys. Enjoy your day. Post content now.